Welcome to By Its Cover, one marriage's journey through movie night using only the cover of movies found on streaming services. I'm your host, Bree. I'm your other host, Kevin. And we have a special guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, I wasn't sure if it was my time. I'm Casey <laughs> McLean. Hi. Yeah, I don't hey. want to say your name for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, then I mean, they won't uh, recognize your voice. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they would. It would be very unclear which of us I am. am I con- yeah. Like, what are they going to confuse me for, Brie? Yeah, yeah. Know, right? and they got me on the other side of a nervous breakdown. They're like, "Oh God, he's doing character work now." <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, Kevin. You've been in comedy for a long time. You definitely never say the person who you're introducing's name. That's not so. That's not part of an introduction at all. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, Casey is going to explain the, uh, well, first of all, Casey is a comedian in the area and he also has a podcast and we're excited to have him on talking about 1987's bad taste, which yes. this I think is going to leave a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Been sitting okay. on it since you told us this was what we were watching. Yeah, eleven months ago when I when I suggested this movie, <laughs> had like a like a drip in the back of her throat over this movie. Um, I may not be a stand up comedian, but I can do bad dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so, am I allowed to tell you some details about this movie that don't? First off, I haven't seen this movie in probably twenty years, so I'm not. I don't have. I don't even have the plot to to spoil it Mm -hmm. can i give you some fun facts about this movie do you want to give that up front or do you want us to be completely in the dark and you tell us after the fact i think it's really interesting to know this going in okay then yes let's let's hear it first you want to explain this man explain the cover though oh yeah so the cover is it's a an alien being flipping off the camera he has an ak-47 in his hand and a suit jacket on maybe like a, i think it's a three-piece suit it's like Pretty. a pinstripe mobster kind of suit yeah and i was gonna uh, say more of a smoking jacket but okay we're all disagree <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's uh he's got like a a real like a kim jong-un thing about him i think in the face um there's like a something with his teeth reminds me of uh some sort of world leader that uh would have definitely committed a genocide of some kind uh as as an alien they're weird looking aliens because it's like kind of like a skull with a double chin mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's um, the fattest skull i've ever seen yeah. yeah there's a there's truly it's the top is a straight up skull and then the rest is just fat hanging off it's a lot like my face actually now that <laughs> yeah we're... I mean, it's weird to see a skeleton with like a goiter uh, really. <laughs> like a turkey neck <laughs> yeah it's like if george lucas got killed in a desert i don't know yeah. how else to describe it it's it's weird to see a skeleton where you're like oh that still has a pretty high bmi That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> honestly it's probably what i look like like defleshed honestly <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, have you ever I, seen a skeleton of a cat and you're like, oh my god, that's what a cat looks like as a skeleton? That's what you look like right here. This yeah. is having the cat. Um, I he's very lumpy, and mm-hmm. I I can't imagine like talking he, about the guy on the poster or me. <laughs> any mean, any man on this podcast right now, including the alien on the poster, this could apply to. There's no there's some lumpiness. Um, I think the thing that my first thought was this actor having to be in this makeup 
uh, and to be in this, I'm assuming fat suit, I'm, I'm assuming it's not just somebody's like fat that's out there hanging around. Um, yeah, this isn't just some dude that they, they put yeah. a suit on. <laughs> <laughs> just the top half of him, like a skull cap. <laughs> it's kind of like how in a, like Island of Dr. Moreau, uh, Marlon Brando showed up with a little dwarf that he carried around with him and they built a movie around the guy. I feel like that's what they did is they just drove around like Appalachia, found this guy <laughs> sitting on a, like a fence post and like poster done. <laughs> he lost his, uh, the cartilage in his nose from snorting cocaine. Uh, uh, I'll have you know this, this guy is uh, I believe he's like the boss of the aliens but there, a lot of the aliens look like this. This is you're, you're going to see many Appalachian soldiers. How uh, <laughs> those fingers! It's just like a witch's knuckle. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't tell if it's warts or if it's for her pleasure. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else, these aliens look like generous lovers. <laughs> uh. -uh. There's too much. I didn't like that one up, Bree. No. Mm -mm. <laughs> I no, think. I, by the way, I think I lost this the momentum. I don't think it was you, Kevin. I think it was me. <laughs> I I have to say though, I while I was considering the makeup and the intensity of it, I did note that um, Peter Jackson is. This is my fun fact, Bree. You okay, ruined my fun I'm sorry. fact. Go ahead. Lord of the Rings director Peter Jackson. <laughs> it's his first ever movie. <laughs> it's not good. I want to start with that. It's not good. It's not like what you're going to expect from this. Is what I remember from it. First off, I don't like sci-fi. I don't like fantasy. Uh, it's this movie is fucking hilarious. That's what <laughs> I'll give it. And it's not good. It's not good in like the way Lord of the Rings. I first off, I hate Lord of the Rings. I think it's horrible. I think the books are bad. I think the movies are bad. I think every name and location is stupid. I don't think it should exist. I think Peter Jackson should be ashamed of himself for attaching himself to that franchise. He's better than this. The movie, this is his first movie. His second movie is like a dirty version of the Muppets called uh, Meet the Feebles, which I haven't seen still. We all, we tried to rent it off of the old Netflix. You remember when you used to get Yeah, DVDs? you got yeah. the DVDs, yeah. Yeah, Netflix as a company had one copy and it never made it back to Netflix. <laughs> we had that shit on reserve for years. Um <clears throat> well, I am personally offended for Teenage Bree and also my current name because there is a land of Bree in uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I think there's a land of Brie inside uh, Kevin's stomach Wait. also. I think <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. B-R-I-E, though. You listened to that entire rant, and you're like, fuck you, Lord of the Rings got my name in it? it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? I was, I actually, when I was in high school watching these movies, going to the midnight showings, I actually created oh, myself a poster of all the hot guys in Lord of the Rings and taped it all together and wrote land of brie on it and got it laminated so, so this is what i've never understood is how we've like women won't date a guy that's under six foot however we're interested <laughs> in hobbits that look like like orlando is it orlando bloom and what's, yeah. uh, who's the other guy isn't there another guy that they both look like elves the like the two guys elijah the wood elijah wood yeah he, they both look like real life Elves like yeah. that. I don't get how those dudes became sex symbols briefly. <laughs> well, 
Well, I think that that was prior to me realizing I was bisexual. So oh, they, that was were like very, the... they were very pretty. <laughs> I look like John Reese Davies. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I do like that. Uh, like the Elijah Wood and the other guy are uh, Orlando Bloom are like the middle ground between. That's like the bridge to bisexuality. <laughs> Little twinks. That's exciting. That's uh. That, by the way, not a great way to be a, a sex symbol in like long term. I, I no, also that, like, by the way, that those two guys combined are lighter than me. They are very pale. Yeah. No. No. I mean, weight wise, but they're also yes. You're right. If you if you if you sum their Pantone scale of their skin, it still is lighter than me. You're right. How did you make it a race thing, Brie? <laughs> <laughs> because i i don't think about weight you i think about it every weight? second of every day i don't well, see it's-, <laughs> <laughs> it's really a thing you feel more than see <laughs> you know if i'm breathing hard enough i can hear it actually <laughs> <laughs> so- i like how you treat weight the way i treat my shoes i can't see it uh- <laughs> <laughs> that's I a, think- Cabin shoes don't exist, actually. That's, yeah. that's the. We other. work from home now. We don't have to worry about shoes. That's true. <laughs> uh, I, all I remember about this movie is um, it would be in the VHS section of, of the stores, and I would, like, circle back around it because there was something about that guy just flipping off the camera that I kept looping back to and being like, Wonder how I can sneak this by my parents. It's like, I just knew there was something about this movie that I'd have to see. And then I never did. And then you sent this to me and I was like, oh my God, I need to watch this. I like, I need to consume this thing that has like eluded me since childhood. Yeah. Kevin, you're, you're my age, right? You're 34. Yeah. Okay. So were there, and Brie, I don't know. You're 23, I think. I'm 35. Oh, well, I'm 34. I'll be 35 soon. Okay, uh, I did not realize. Maybe I need to to bring it down for the old lady in the room. But uh, <laughs> just kidding. When is your birthday? You're probably still young. Valentine's Day. Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> sign her up for the senior discount. Okay, uh, <laughs> mine's in June. Um, uh, if you want to give me a present, anyways. Uh, okay. <laughs> I there was like a bunch of movies when I was in high school that like. I don't even know if I'd call them cult classics because I don't think that the cult has a lot of members in it. The one that, <laughs> the one that stands out that did is I saw Boondock Saints before that was like everyone was getting those stupid tattoos and decided they were Irish for three years. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Rented it from Blockbuster. Oh, we all were yeah. banging it out to dropkick Murphys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The thing where the thing where people would take a cult classic movie and make it a lifestyle. I was never involved in any of that. I think that's <laughs> stupider than Lord of the Rings. But the this was one of those movies that it was like there were. This is how I, I kind of view this movie the way that I view like the only anime I've ever seen is like, I have a really fond memory of it because I was stoned the first time I saw it <laughs> and I can't handle anime. Stupid. This movie, by the way, not, it's not smart. I'm not calling it great. It's, I love it. It's very fun to watch. If I recall from 20 years ago or whenever I saw it. I'm just curious. What do you watch? You're like, I hate sci-fi. I hate fantasy. Yeah. Do you just watch sports documentaries. <laughs> so I have this idea. I'm jealous. You love of you rom-coms, guys. don't you? Um, yeah, I, I heard your uh, opinions on rom-coms. I like comedy. <laughs> uh, I like 
Here's what I watch. What we watch more than anything probably is Seinfeld. Um, oh, get out of here. I'm off the podcast. I'm hanging up. This, <laughs> I can't handle this anymore. Uh, curb your enthusiasm. I I adore. Uh, have you ever seen, I was actually wondering if this movie would fall onto this, this podcast. Have you ever seen The Prestige? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I have some theories about that, too, that I think uh, once we get into our theories about uh, Palm Springs, oh, maybe I shouldn't mention this on this part of the podcast, but uh, I have some, like, yeah, like, I, I mean, I like some shit like that, which is a little bit, I mean, it's a, is, would that even be considered science fiction or fantasy, really? It's like barely, right? It's like I mean, kind of there's a, it's like dabbling in the waters, but mostly it's comedy. The Prestige is not comedy. Oh, you're you talking ask. about the Prestige? I thought we were talking about Palm Springs. Sorry, Prestige. Oh yeah, yeah. I would say Prestige is sci-fi. There's like one thing, and it's Tesla. Yeah. I would say, uh, it's yeah, it's kind of just a little bit of something. It's, it's a mostly Nolan a drama. Movie, so it's yeah. is what it's it a, is. It's a say what? It's what did you call it now? It's a Nolan movie, so it's going to be a little bit douchey. Oh, yeah. I actually I don't watch enough movies to have like pre uh, I'm not like what's that called a preconceived notion about specific directors like I saw. Uh, oh, here's one. Uh, I think that the we we watched the Fargo TV show before we watched the Fargo movie. Bree, I we're not connecting on our taste. I watched you vomit. <laughs> Have you seen the movie? Have you She's, seen the movie Fargo? Watch the movie. She's never seen the TV series, which is amazing. The TV series, by the way, so we watched it before, right? The TV series makes the movie look like a piece of shit. It's the movie stinks. We saw that last. That's that movie stinks in comparison to the to the. It's an hour and a half long. It should have been four hours long at least. And um, the the one beef that I have with it is in every single season of Fargo and the movie it's always the like it's always some lady comes along to save the day every single time the story is all the men are dumb and a lady comes along to save the day like a teenage girl comes along to save the day the only good cops are women on the on the uh on those shows like uh or on the yeah on the show and the movie every other cop is a dumbass and uh yeah, that's my only beef with it. Is like, let's get some, uh, you know, let's get some equality for the guys for once, you know. <laughs> so what we're saying is, you hate women. Um, <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, you hate competent women. <laughs> Maybe I just hate the dumb dudes, but uh, yeah, the only like, the, the only competent men in any of those shows or the movie are the fucking villains. Well, that's because Fargo takes place. I've decided it takes place that whole series in uh like a, a yogurt commercial world <laughs> because yogurt commercials men are incapable of anything like they can't oh, understand yeah. like how yogurt works and they're like oh my god but it tastes like cake no it's fucking yeah. yogurt you'll never know the difference that's just it if jamie lee curtis has to explain how to poop that's the world that fargo takes place in yeah, sometimes I say I, I used to tell this joke on stage, and I don't I don't know where it fits in my act now, but I used to say that my wife treats me like a fat sitcom husband, like oh. she can just call me stupid, and it's like, oh, that's funny. That's because the crowd's laughing, you know. But there's no crowd, and I'm crying in our bedroom. Uh, <laughs> like uh, that's how I feel about those those shows where it's like it's just like the most stupid dude in the whole town is like second in command at the police department 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. Or is or I mean, every dude is just so stupid. It's a, like a guy has like a CPA. He's been a professional for forty years, and he can't figure out like basic logic. But <laughs> that being said, I think that those dudes, whoever those guys are, the are they not the Nolan, the Coens? Yeah. Uh, they they like develop a hell of a character. I'll say that uh, in the shows, which is a different guy anyway. It's like Noah Hawley or some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah, um, I used to get the Coen brothers confused with the Farrelly brothers. And the first time I watched a Coen brothers movie, I was like, this is not something about Mary. This is very <laughs> different and not the same. What are the other Farrelly brothers movies? Because I can't, this is what I'm saying. I don't have like the director. I'm not like, ooh, that's a fair. The only guy I can tell is uh, I hate Wes Anderson. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, Wes Anderson has his nose so far up his own ass. <laughs> it's like Tarantino's halfway up his own ass. Uh, you dude, Fairly Brothers did Dumb I and Dumber, like... Stuck on You, um, uh, something about Mary. Either. These are all Kingpin. just slapstick and stupid. Oh, Kingpin's good. I'll give you Kingpin. Yeah, I'm the one person in the world that doesn't like Dumb and Dumber. Oh no, I hate Dumb and Dumber. Jim Carrey sucks too. Lord of the Rings sucks. Jim Carrey sucks. <laughs> Everything you liked as a child was stupid, and I hate it. You're going to be such a good dad. What's your, what's your podcast name again? Because I feel it's very accurate right now. It's called Nobody Likes Casey McClain. It's ironic because, Casey because I'm McClain very doesn't popular. like anything. <laughs> uh, so, Bree, what's your prediction for this movie? Like, what do you think it's going to be about? Well, Casey already spoiled that it's aliens, whereas I thought it was going to be just weird zombies. <laughs> Did you think oh. there weren't going to be aliens? Did you want people to actually look like that? No, I thought it was going <laughs> to be zombies because of the skull head. Oh, oh, and bad taste. Yeah. Because they're eating people. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think it's going to be a mob movie, but with the aliens trying to take over New Zealand. And um, instead of wanting people's money, they want people's kidneys. Specific organ choice. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't I know. I mean, we watched Peter Jackson's, what, third movie where he did have the zombies. Dead Alive. What's the third movie? Oh, Dead Alive is. Yeah, Peter where uh, uh, a man gets rebirthed out of his mom's womb. And she's a giant zombie. Yeah, it was. It was it's good. disgusting. I did not mm. like it at it all. It really kept our theme in this in uh, of movies that feature uh, things coming out of vaginas. And vaginas. Yeah. yeah. Is uh, Brie? How do you deal with like gore? Um, I watch it for a few seconds, hope I'm not eating, and then turn my head away and tell Kevin, "Hey, let me know when this is done." All right. <laughs> yeah. I have to just endure every trauma in our movie watching. I've what's seen John Wick's dog website? guy so many yeah, times. Yeah, that's right. You said you have a movie or you have a thing where you have to search the movies and see if the dog died. Is that yeah. right? Yep. Um, yeah, I think that, well, I'm not going to give too much away, but Kevin might have more to say about this uh, later on. <laughs> Do you have a, do you, I, I can't give a prediction because I think I know a little bit too much about it. Oh no, I have my phone. Oh my God, this is embarrassing. I made my phone ring with my keys and it's not going <laughs> to stop until Jesus. God, do we have to pay for the music for this? Um, <laughs> ringtone? I think 
I think it's going to be aliens that uh, run a burger joint. Why a burger joint? I don't know. I just know, uh, like, New Zealand seems like they got a lot of cows and stuff. A lot of, hmm. All right. Well, I'm not sure that I see where you're going to get Look, a burger joint I out let of mobsters. Mafia aliens that harvested kidneys. Give me <laughs> aliens running a burger joint. Okay. It's just <laughs> as likely. All right. <laughs> so my question, Kevin, is when the does the AK forty seven is that like a kid's toy in the burger joint or is only that... in the American uh, restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for our audience, that's a gun control joke, and if you're American, you're not going to get it. Just like you won't get gun control. <laughs> that was almost as good as my bad taste joke at the beginning of this. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> well, I think what we've learned through this whole thing is that bad taste might apply to Bree's taste in movies. Absolutely. And I fully <laughs> own <marriages>. it. <laughs> um, but by being bisexual, she's left her options open, though. Exactly. Is, uh, I mean, yes. <laughs> I still got 50% of the field that I could to play yeah a hundred percent or are you saying i ruined men <laughs> you're just or, like yeah, i want to see what else is out there or nobody can the, measure the, up that field is worn out and dilapidated as gotta... <laughs> all right well do you guys have anything else you want to add to this uh i think so no i'm, I'm good let's go watch i'm excited i would dick fingers I'm excited. That one thing I'm excited about is I was like, hey, I'm doing this podcast to my wife and we're in the middle of a pandemic. So anything I do not only has to be cleared by her, but we have to do it together. So uh, she's going to have to watch this movie. Also, oh, nice. Which is so exciting to me because well, maybe we need to have her on for the second half. She's, she's not a she does not like I, this. Is what I was saying earlier, I was trying to I was trying to say this when Kevin was accusing me of only liking sports documentaries is I actually have an idea because my wife doesn't like sports very much to do. We watch sports documentaries and she tells me why they suck, basically. <laughs> And uh, she's so shy. I don't. She's not going to want to do the podcast. But I'll I'll bring some of her notes. Okay, good. Uh, to the second <laughs> half. All right. Well, let's go watch a movie. All right. All right. <laughs> and I'm going to stop recording. And we are back, having just finished up bad taste. Uh, mm -hmm. Bree, what did you snack on to make some good taste? Um, oh I, ha I had some sunflower <laughs> seeds and I'm pretty sure I made a ham sandwich and I may have had a cookie. <laughs> I was a little drunk watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's the best way to watch bad taste. <laughs> uh, I made, I made air fryer tots. So, <laughs> oh, I must add some of that too. <laughs> Nobody here is sinless. Uh, Casey, First, what about you? I want to point out that you come back and we're back. And then it, like, it's like a, like <laughs> yeah, a... I do my radio <laughs> voice, man. You wow, got a radio that was, voice. That was unashamed radio voice. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm Casey Case. I'm going to play all the hits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're playing it down now, but you really, no, no, Lad, like we're back. Lad's coming back. You sound like Dave Chappelle doing an impression of a white person. Or, or <laughs> Jimmy Fallon when he used to do that skit on a, Which one of us froze? No, no. <laughs> it might have been. Well, you guys. I think both it's Bree. Oh, God. 
Yeah, just again. You, you're, you and your goddamn bullshit. Um, and we're back after a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, Casey, what did you snack on? I snacked on... Uh, so I've been eating extremely healthy and not drinking very much. However, I did indulge in a Montucky cold snack. Are you familiar with that? No. That it sounds is, like uh, a made-up thing. I, I know it does. It's a, it is a beer that is essentially PBR... But it's got it's got like a, a can with like a rainbow and a horse on it. It's very like a hipster bad beer. And uh, <laughs> it felt like the right thing to drink while I was watching Bad Taste. Because it has a good taste. <laughs> it really does. What satisfies you? I don't know why you don't like the way that. Oh, no. Why did I turn into Christopher Walken at the end of that? <laughs> I don't why are you coming why. at me with the way you're talking? <laughs> I think I'm going to do this thing on, t- oh, this is good. You're going to hate this and edit it out, but I think I'm going to do this thing on TikTok just called Bad Impressions. It's <laughs> <laughs> just me genuinely doing impressions, but of things like no one else would know, like my uh, my wife's neighbor when she was growing up. I have a good impression. I'm like, I'd nail it, dude. Like, nobody's better at it, but anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so I will be completely honest and say I don't remember much of this movie. Um, I was pretty blitzed. I remember a lot of uh, bad sound effects that sounded like if you have the ketchup bottle and you're trying to, like, squish out the last little bit of it, like... Yeah. I, I want and, you folks to know, uh, we don't hire a Foley artist for this show. It's all, it's all me. done in-house. <laughs> There's not a soundboard in sight. Oh, man. Um, and I remember consistently looking at Peter Jackson and it, thinking, I know that guy from somewhere. <laughs> so did you not know that it was Peter Jackson? I think it was Derek that he played, right? Yeah, he plays yeah. Derek. He plays Derek. Derek. Did you run. know? Did you know that he plays Robert? Also, do you know who Robert is? Enough. Uh-uh. So no. Robert is the the dude. So the al- the aliens. We're like not worried about spoiling it at this point. No, right? because I'm not going to recommend anybody waste their time on that. <laughs> I I stand by it. By the way, Kevin sent me a thing, and he's like, Bree says we can't be friends anymore, and I wanted to know at what point in the movie that was. Because I was actually like, I wonder if this is going to hold up because I hadn't watched it since high school, like to be funny to me. Yeah. And 100%. I was literally laughing out loud alone in my living room. My, my wife refused to watch it, by the way. <laughs> Good. She's <laughs> smart. Yeah. But I was laughing alone in my living room within three minutes of that coming on. So Robert is the, there's like at the beginning, there's Derek and the other guy are out like in this, this town that's been basically um, abandoned. Well, not abandoned. It's been uh, harvested, right? Like, uh, yeah. like as cattle, right? The, this, yeah. These, these aliens that work for some intergalactic fast food company found this meat source <laughs> in this town, and they they slaughtered the entire town, like literally slaughtered. And so they're like uh, investigating it, and they found one of these aliens, and he is the Robert is the alien that's hanging from the rope at the beginning. I so that's, thought that was him. <laughs> Yeah, so those guys are both Derek and Robert are both Peter Jackson. That was news to me. <laughs> yeah. So then the uh, there's another guy that is this is how low budget that movie is. I don't know if you did did you read the Wikipedia on it at all? Uh-uh. It had a uh, the original budget in like the mid 80s was like $5,000 and then it won some grant to like finish production of like $250,000. <laughs> but still you're like, 
well under a million dollars. Yeah. And uh, the dude that had, like, there was the guy, one of the guys kind of looked like Heath Ledger that was not with the two guys at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other guy, he is that character. He's also one of the aliens. He also did the score. His music is the score. (laughs) And he's one of, like, the producers. I mean, like, like the the amount, first off, like, a bunch of people in that movie played, like, two, three, four characters. Yeah. And also, uh, yeah, like did other shit. Like Peter Jackson obviously wrote, directed, produced all that shit, mm-hmm. and played two characters, maybe more characters. Uh, so I, but I, I will say, I stand by it. I was laughing hard, <laughs> as as hard as I do ever on my own watching that last night. Um. I, yeah. I mean, I'm pr- I'm pr- really happy for you. It's one of those things. That also, <laughs> if somebody told me like, "Oh, I really love this movie," I I would not talk to them as much anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just technically kind of started a podcast together, so uh, <laughs> you fucked up yeah. there, Kevin. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I didn't mean to shackle myself. I think I should have had some more interview <laughs> questions before we started. This. I okay. So there's a couple things that you know, that I um, appreciated about it. Obviously, like you said, it was very low budget. Mm -hmm. Uh, They got very creative with the budget that they had, like, and the actual directing, because there were some severe cliffhangs, like literal cliffhanging. And they did a great job of of scaling the actual uh, footage and manipulating the camera that I was very tense in a couple spots. I'm like, I know Peter Jackson doesn't die, but because he goes on to do Lord of the Rings. But honestly, I was fearful in a couple spots. I'm like, are you wearing a safety harness? It's very, <laughs> very clear you're not. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought the part so at the beginning, there's like obviously this very steep grade thing. And he's going down it with like a level of confidence that, yeah, I was like a little <laughs> ass puckered on my seat, right? Like, like mountain like- goat type yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah exactly and what i think has to be the case is that that they shot it at a different grade to make it look steeper than it actually was yeah that's kind of what i was thinking but yeah I, when that i mean that impressed me because you know like they were probably using a freaking camcorder or like the ones that you set on your shoulder that had the yeah. vhs tape that you popped into it like a boom box uh, and they got pretty darn creative. Uh, you definitely could tell that they spent a lot of their budget on the gross horror things yeah. that they wanted to do. How much money does like chicken cost you though? Like, because a lot of that you looked at it and you're like, oh my God, that is actual meat. That's not like artificial <laughs> crop meat. That is totally like they just went to a butcher and were like, look, put whatever you can in this sack. We don't ask questions. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I agree. Because there was, so again, since we're not spoiling it or we don't worry about that, Derek, Peter Jackson's character, eventually actually does fall off the cliff. The character does. Peter Jackson lives. The character is presumed dead and he's being swarmed by seagulls and shit. And then you find out that he's alive, but one of the problems that he has is that a big flap of his skull keeps falling out and his brain is falling out of the back of his head. And there's a couple parts where he just takes like, loose brain matter and shoves it back into his head <laughs> and that's so then he puts like a, a hat on it and that's funny to me 
And then at one point he ties a belt around it. But my favorite part of that is, and he'd, he'd always have like a seizure when this would happen, right? When his flap would open up, he'd have a seizure because a piece of his brain fell out. But at one point he just takes uh, an arbitrary amount of alien brain matter, shoves that in his head, ties it, and we're, we're left to believe like, oh yeah, that just works. That's how biology works. <laughs> But that's I how New Zealand got over COVID so quick. Is they're just a hearty, <laughs> alien adaptable people. I did. I did appreciate the running gag of like how he kept that brain flap part closed. Um, I was I was entertained by that, if not grossed out at the same time. Yeah, I, I felt many emotions watching this. Uh, and anger towards me primarily. <laughs> 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 more like more like to cabin because he's the one that was like yeah sure let's do that yeah <laughs> she doesn't displace it very well it all came to me was like why would you do this to me <laughs> casey doesn't know what i like you're supposed to <laughs> well i didn't i was i never claimed it would be anything anyone liked i didn't yeah I, <laughs> I, well, I just i'm like you know you've done every episode of this podcast for you. it's not like i've left you out of where we watched really good movies yeah <laughs> We're not throwing Shawshank up in here at some point. <laughs> oh my God, that's the way to get you to watch Shawshank is for me to come and be like, the movie I want to watch is Shawshank. Um, I there there is a certain point where I will just hard know something, and that is a point of pride at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing, uh, the other thing that I'm curious about is because we talked about this uh, earlier is you said you don't you're not in love with gore. And that movie has a lot of... So, I want to start by saying I'm going to compare it to something ridiculous. And I don't mean that it is this thing, but it's got a Tarantino level of gore and cartoonishness to the gore. What it doesn't have is, like, the dialogue is not great. The sound is horrible, by the way. Not just oh, yeah. the sound effects, but, like, there's different, vastly different volumes. Of <laughs> like... I swear half of it like was not even in English because I couldn't like they were so muffled that I was just like, what are you saying? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that those parts were fun. There were points where it was like very obvious that it was too windy or whatever. So they had like a voiceover, but the voiceover <laughs> doesn't match the mouth. I, I mean, that stuff's all like part of the charm to me. But the gore to me was like, if you can't laugh like at. The the opening scene where I can't remember the dude's name, but where he's like, because you thought at the beginning these guys were all going to be like kind of zombies, right? Like yes. if you didn't know they were aliens, you would have thought it was zombies at the beginning because there's like a guy kind of walking clumsily and slowly and, and yes. deliberately and he shoots him and a bunch of times and then he gets like the blood all over like the guy falls like brain first <laughs> into the guy. <laughs> it's just so fucking funny to me, the idea of they're just like grossed out by the person they just killed like that uh just so funny there's so many funny parts there's so many funny scenes where it's like the most ridiculous way you could make a gory like gunshot scene or whatever right yes i mean yeah he's like a new zealand version of sam raimi i don't know who Got, did evil dead I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. top gore where you're like and i love that kind of stuff for some reason because there's like a mastery in like doing all those practical effects that I think are really good. Um, right. And I don't so like like torture porn gore, but I like that kind of gore. Yeah. I'm not into like, I'm generally not into gore. Like I've heard, I've actually have only heard this on reputation, but that movie hostile, isn't there? Have you seen the movie hostile? I have never mm -hmm. seen it. 
And isn't there a part where like an eyeball's out and they cut the the like string that holds the eyeball? Yeah, and then they like the, uh, there's a scene where they really closely show like an Achilles tendon getting cut. Right, and so that's like that stuff to me. I have no interest in. But the shit, this like Tarantino, it's so cartoonish, and this is so cartoonish that like there's like a lot, a lot of brains in this movie. There is a lot of brains yeah. in this movie, and uh, like even the part Robert, that character at the beginning, he's when the when the collector guy comes around, he's when he first sees Robert, he's eating brains. If yeah. you remember, he's like digging into some guy's head. And eating brains. Um, you don't seem to get the charm out of it as much as I do. <laughs> I, I mean, spent it's like a horror version of Three Stooges, and I sure. like that. I probably spent half of the movie going like this and looking over at Kevin, <laughs> shielding my eyes for those that can't. Yeah, see me there right was now. a lot of uh, there was a lot of moments where it was, "Is it over?" And then I had to <laughs> like, "Yes." And then like after the third time where it wasn't actually over, she just stopped <laughs> trusting me. <laughs> Do you remember the part where the the collector guy? What the other thing I love is like the collector guy. Do we? Oh no, we did find out his name at the end. I think I don't remember what it was, but he introduces himself like at the very end, which is I think a bit in the in the movie. Also, uh, the part where Robert has his arm in the car, but it's stuck in yes. the window, right? <laughs> yes. And his car, he's trying to drive his car, and the, first off, he's like like has the knife and he's like rubbing it against his face just trying to get any that's so funny and then the part he's trying to drive and he's literally like he's driving once he gets his arm out he's driving slower than robert can run because yeah. he's had the e-brake on the whole time it's just like they there's took so the many time to touches. like show the e-brake yeah. and i'm going how much of a setup did they have to do to get that one shot yeah like they were very intentional in the work that they were doing. Yeah. I also like when they blow up the car at the end, it's like very obvious that it's a different, like it switches to like a, even a different camera maybe, or maybe it's not even their footage. It's like stock footage of a car blowing up. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the yellow house? That was like a theme throughout the whole thing. I just a cultural artifact. <laughs> I thought it was interesting because at first I'm like, oh, they must have, you know, had a friend that had this property and then uh, they just were able to shoot for a day. And so they did whatever they could on this one property, but then they actually blow it up. So it makes yeah. me wonder if they used that 250000 to build this straw house, essentially. Yeah, that's a good question. I guess it's probably like a lot of movies where the exterior isn't actually the interior, right? Like, in, right. I was, I always forget that. So, like in my mind, <laughs> it's like when they show on Seinfeld, they show like the B, the B roll exterior shot. I'm like, oh yeah, that's the building that they're shooting this in right now, of course. Uh, <laughs> which obviously it's not. Uh, but yeah, that's a good. That's actually a great point. I bet you that is a big chunk of. I mean, houses were probably fourteen dollars back then, right? <laughs> but but still, like it's yeah. That's a that's actually a really great point because they did blow it up. But when it blew up, it's not like it blew up into like a fully furnished house. Like it was just like Tinder in there, right? Yeah, not, not the app. I mean, I think that was like I think that was more of like a model that they blew up. I didn't. That's what. I, that's probably right. Yeah. Like I think they had like a, a diorama type setup for it. Oh, you think it wasn't a house sized house? No. Interesting. No. I want to go back and watch it now and see if that's true. Yeah. If I, agree. I mean, Brie cut out again because 
we he paid for the same internet in the same house but yeah uh, this I is just, like this is gonna be such a nightmare for me to edit because every time it just makes a new track for her oh great and you so, can't just tack them on to the end uh it'll be interesting so, this <laughs> adventure freaking dope uh Buy yeah, me I'll a new take... laptop <laughs> you should do that kevin yeah with all that money we don't have uh <laughs> you know with our anchor uh sponsorship coming in <laughs> we have to... like a whole seven dollars on anchor <laughs> Can we have you guys our one commercial <laughs> <laughs> have you guys uh have you guys cashed in on your anchor money yet no oh, okay i think i'm gonna wait until i can buy like at least a 12 pack of beer before i yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean honest honestly or you could just put it all towards making bad tastes too <laughs> <laughs> and then um, i could buy a six pack of beer after that yeah no, yeah, it uh, that movie like it was definitely one of those ones to find out it was done even in nineteen eighty dollars for that cheap uh, is pretty impressive that yeah. they were able to do a lot of that. Um, it was one of those ones I definitely was so I was charmed by parts of it uh, mm-hmm. where you can see like Peter Jackson. Even though you're not a Lord of the Rings fan, like you can't argue that the man's not a talented director sure. on some level yeah and it's like you saw little bits that you can tell will become like his hallmark style and i thought Actually, what really are those because i don't i'm not familiar enough with any of his lord of the rings to say that uh i mean he loves he loves himself some people going into things and bursting out like he literally does in, in bad taste Derek kills lord crumb who's the like head alien by diving through him with a chainsaw <laughs> yeah. and coming out of his ass and then like he just lays there in the puddle of blood and is like i'm born again (laughs) and uh he does almost the exact same gag in uh dead alive his next movie where the character goes into the mall or the male character that has like a problem with his mom his mom's overbearing she shoves him into her vagina and then he bursts out of her uterus Oh, that's like great. a pun. Yeah. So it's just like this little thing that he keeps doing. He loves uh dumb little gags in the middle of like tense scenes. I love that there's a moment where all the aliens are getting called because Robert is being tortured by Derek. Yeah. And they get they all get like hammers. They progressively <laughs> hand out hammers. And then the one that they didn't give a hammer to just finds a little baby hammer. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that. I thought another fun one like that is when when Derek reaches the house, instead of entering the door, for some reason he decides he's going to saw chainsaw his way into the house. And so they just show him cutting, and then they cut away, and they cut back to him, and he has cut an he didn't cut a big square to walk through. He cut the outline <laughs> of his exact person holding the chainsaw. That was like a really funny bit, I thought. Yeah. And the backlight of it being so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, there's some just legitimately, I'm like, oh, man, you put comedy thought into this. That is so fun. Because, like, you even see it in King Kong where he'll just have all of a sudden, like, a funny joke in the middle of some body horror. And you're like, oh, that, like, lightens the tension. And it does a good job with it. I like it. Yeah, that's interesting because I I kind of think, like, it's amazing that a guy can come from New Zealand. And I, I don't think that that – there's people that really love bad taste. I think it's funny. I genuinely think it's funny. I was truly enjoying myself and laughing, but I don't think I saw that movie and go, it's so obvious that one of our generation's best directors made this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't agree with, I'm not familiar with his catalog, 
but I don't see that and go like, oh my God, it's so obvious that there was like, if you give this guy $40 million, he's going to make a masterpiece. I'm not saying he like earned Lord of the Rings money right off the bat. It's interesting. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Casey. Oh no, you go ahead. You've been frozen half the time. So we've probably Um, talked over you already. I think it's, I think it's interesting though, that you can see the um, correlation between bad taste and then that awful one with the um, lawnmower killing scene. Dead alive. Dead alive. Thank you. I couldn't remember the the name of it. Um, But there's some definite, like the, the horror, the grossness and, and how they made that happen. it definitely shows the progression of what he's capable of doing. And I I think that that's a, it's kind of cool to get to see that, to go from what, what you made us watch to (laughs) Lord of the Rings. Like you won't even name it. You're like that film. Uh (laughs) It left a bad taste in my mouth. (laughs) Roll credits. Said the title of the movie. Um, oh boy! So I I do appreciate the that uh, scene where it started and seeing how far he's come, yeah. um, because you know you always want to have that glow up story. <laughs> I like the part, by the way, I'm not even going to acknowledge that you're saying that he started shitty because I think it's his best work. Uh, <laughs> I like the part where they, he takes over, by the way, the cars in it were really fun because he gets, uh, Derek gets into this station wagon that's got like a seat. It's like a, like a kitchen chair yeah, <laughs> and like an upper deck that you're looking out of. And it's got one of those like sun visors of the Beatles is in the front. And what I love is during the tense moments when they're they're like looking at Paul and then looking at Ringo and seeing like as though their reaction is to the the intensity of that moment and not uh just you know they're a fucking sun visor. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, there is some just clever little moments of comedy that he shoehorns in that I I, I shouldn't say shoehorn. That sounds negative. Like they're great. <laughs> yeah. I thought um, like I thought like the the part where Derek at the beginning he's got the backpack that's got the extra clips for his his automatic gun uh and he he oh she's gone she's left she's yeah. gone I was trying to just roll until <laughs> yeah right you gotta stall hope she comes back but no yeah um, uh I'll get her an AOL CD I guess <laughs> so the part at the am I okay to keep going do you want yeah, to pause okay so the part at the beginning where he pulls out like a little kid's backpack and it's got the clip for his rifle in it. And he's like opening it. He's like throwing out a sandwich from this little kid's uh, backpack and like a bunch of like, just, it's just so funny. The idea that he's got this clip buried under like a prepackaged lunch with like a ham sandwich <laughs> with American cheese. <laughs> it's like so funny. <laughs> It was also at first I thought they were supposed to be just like amateur investigators of this thing. And then it's like, nope, they're actually part of a government group. But I love like there's a moment where they're all uh, they're break into the aliens stronghold. They find out that they've been packaging and processing humans and there's blood in this room and they take the time to mop it up because they're like, (laughs) somebody could fall. (laughs) Well, they they all slipped a couple times. That was really funny. The part where the dude is uh, the Robert guy, like 
vomits into a bowl and then everyone drinks it. I got to imagine oh, I loved that. Oh, I didn't. That was the, <laughs> oh my God, I was gagging so hard. Because <laughs> even though like I wasn't looking at it, I could still hear it. Yeah. And oh God, the, oh, the sound, it just threw me. Yeah, I thought it used a lot of comedy devices that are like, because that one to me was the thing where a joke starts out kind of funny, becomes unfunny, and then it lasts so long that it becomes funny again, is what was happening with the vomit. It's like the Peter Griffith thing. Yeah, exactly. The one where it's, I I don't know if, there's a bunch of those on Family Guy, but like the one where his ankle is hurt, or the the chicken fights are all that way, right? Where you're like, holy shit, we're seven minutes into this this chicken fight um yeah i thought those were like i i actually want to know what you guys think of this we kind of like entered the movie in the middle right yeah we didn't didn't enter in act one we entered in act two and i Uh thought that was kind of interesting because i don't know if that's like i i really do have i would love to know If I ever got the chance to interview Peter Jackson, I would never ask him about any of these stupid movies he's made since then. I would talk to him (laughs) about bad taste the whole time because I actually believe that it started out truly to be like a serious movie. And then he either like realized it was going to suck and made it funny or it it was funny on accident at points. Uh, And so but also but I think that like starting in in act two, I bet wasn't a budget decision. I bet it was like this is where we want to start is. There's this, are you guys frozen by the way, or am I just nope. bombing right now? Just me. Pre right. <laughs> froze. Uh, I did. Okay. I could, I could hear her laughing through a wall. It's, oh, yeah. <laughs> could you could you like wave your hand? Give me jazz hands when she's laughing through a wall. Don't uh, don't ever expect any sort of like um outward laughing from Kevin if you get I it know. that uh, that means that you have rocked his soul to its core so <laughs> <laughs> um no I totally agree I think it did definitely start um but I'm not a huge fan of in media res where they start in the middle and then go back and show so I do appreciate that they just went full tilt like yeah. hey we're already in this shit catch up yeah. The one thing I will say about it, and I will, I mean, there's plenty of things like mechanical shit and that it's, it's old and, and the sounds bad and all that. Like, I, I don't disagree with any of that. One thing that it just can't escape, but it, I think like, if you compare it to today's movies, fine. But if you compare it to movies of the eighties, it's not as bad as like the pacing is just so slow. Like mm-hmm. there's really long shots of stuff that you're like, that would be three seconds in a modern movie and it's 14 seconds on this like the Derek going down the hill thing or <laughs> how many times did those guys clang their hammers trying to smash Derek's head like we would have gotten one of those maybe two of those there were maybe four yeah uh, so like I think in a modern a modern version of that movie with the same budget would still have been like 45 minutes and not 90 minutes yeah I think yeah. there's a oh, there's an amazing <clears throat> short in that movie yeah. somewhere like if you cut it down you'd be like holy shit that would um, actually be really interesting to just make an edit that is a short um because i bet i bet you could do it yeah oh for sure oh i just would do the sheep getting blown up by a rocket launcher <laughs> for 30 minutes <laughs> oh yeah i actually when that when that happened i was like is this going to upset Brie because the because an animal dies in the movie? Oh no, she only cares about dogs. You can oh, kill okay. as many people or livestock <laughs> as you want. 
It's just dogs. Yeah. Okay. Well, there uh, there were no dogs in that movie. They were probably all in those uh, meat boxes. <laughs> I, you know, the other thing that I thought was really funny that I I'm surprised how far they took the gag was um, the redhead guy with the glasses when he got captured and they put him in the big stew pot. Like the <laughs> fact that they actually put stew stuff in with him, like potatoes, and had him in that big tub, like clearly marinating. Uh, and how long he was actually in there. <laughs> and I'm going, this isn't very efficient for a fast food chain. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I, I thought it was funny because like you would never, it's not like fish are marinating in salt water, right? <laughs> like, like fish have a flavor, but they, you still put salt on fish, despite the fact that while they're alive, they live exclusively in fish. <laughs> So that's funny to me is like, that's not even an effective way of marinating something <laughs> is to just put it in skin on alive in a tub of fucking herbs. I did think it was funny. I think they, they made a reference to uh, KFC with the herbs and spices. Or yes. Whatever. 11 herbs and spices. Yeah, I thought that was very funny. It was. Um, I'm going to be mad if one of KFC's herbs ends up being carrot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> but yeah, well, and that to me was like this weird homage to like a Bugs Bunny cartoon in a way. Oh yeah, I the giant pot. Like I'm sure that he wasn't like I'm specifically calling that. But every time you see a cannibal like in a car- old cartoon, and they're very racist, but um, like they'd always have them in there with like a carrot and or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. another funny moment. Another funny moment with that is robert the the alien that like caught him i believe or that he was like the second in command alien he uh so the dude has an apple in his mouth in this pot of brine or whatever like that's the funny cartoonish bugs bunny thing i don't know if you caught this at one point he go he breathes on the apple in his mouth and then wipes the apple like you would breathe on an apple and clean it on your shirt uh-huh. Yeah, that made me laugh too because that's like such a it's like taped over his mouth like he's cleaning tape. <laughs> <laughs> I also liked that they didn't pull him out of the brine. They dumped the whole thing over with him in it. Yes. <laughs> which, they just like tipped him over and then it all spilled out. <laughs> yeah, because to me the decision for that doesn't seem like it's plot related in any way. What I think it is is you go what's the funniest way to make our buddy exit this stupid barrel that we've, we've conned him into being in for our movie. (laughs) I do feel like there were a lot of friendships forged or lost during this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. When I was in seventh grade, one of our um, things we had to do was do a reenactment of like a war scene and make a video of it so my twin sister and our friend um had were the ones that were going to do it and um I I remember we shot the video and my dad had dug this big hole to put a swimming pool in but there wasn't anything in it yet and so we had like fake blood on us and we were leaning up against the ditch and and I think my dad actually let us use one of his rifles. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, I, I came from a small town, so that's not surprising. Uh, 
but I just remember thinking this this whole movie I'm like I could have done this because I did this in seventh grade <laughs> it was just like you do what you can with what you've got and it's it's all about the heart you put into it and it was clearly there were a lot of people that um had a lot of belief in this project and had a yeah. good time making it it's so weird because like he gets people to believe in him to act in this movie over multiple days and like is convinced I can't get people to go to like a five minute stand up bit anymore. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. can I run a joke by you? No, we have stopped believing in you. Uh, well, part of that though is because you don't include them in it, whereas they got screen time for this, honey. Yeah, but how would you want to be the person that they're like, hey, we're going to put a prosthetic butt on you? Um, <laughs> we're going to tear up some jeans, prosthetic butt you, which I also have to believe that they were women that he, they had in those costumes. I have no evidence for this. I'm sure I could Google it because their legs were surprisingly thin. Were I there... believe they're all men. It's weird they... it's kind of like in 300. In 300, when the Spartans are fighting the Persians, almost all the Persians that are all like bandaged up are women. So mm. they'll be smaller physically than the Spartans. So it, like, so there was just something about that that felt off. But they might have all been men. Did, was there even a woman in this movie? Oh, good question. I don't think so. Oh, this doesn't pa pass the Bechdel test, or uh, <laughs> Bechdel test? Not Bechdel even. Test, it yeah. does, does not even come close. I don't think there was a single lady in this film. I think that's right. Uh, yeah, I think you're no, absolutely right. There was and no for some reason, props to this movie for not being like, let's have a random love interest that we're developing in that. True. <laughs> true. Yeah, I thought. I thought that the. Uh, the so the the thing you're talking about where you made this I made a movie in uh in eighth grade mm -hmm. where we were trying to do like I think I can't remember what the the I made two things in school that I was proud of one was it was like we were trying to show like a safety like it's unsafe to do this and uh the idea was you could lose like a like a hand but we uh -huh. didn't have a hand we just had a foot and so it was like I stick my hand into like a fan or an engine or something like that. Uh -huh. And then just a bloody foot comes flying <laughs> No explanation or anything like that. I thought that, like, in fact, I think someone was like, well, should we just do, you put your foot in? And I was like, one, nobody's putting their foot into a car engine. Two, it's way funnier if we just have it be a foot. Uh, it totally is. And then I did, we did this this thing in my, we had to do a sepia tone, sepia tone, whatever, however you pronounce yeah. it. Like a like a uh, spaghetti western kind of thing for uh -huh. the video production class I took, and I'm we called it Ninja Janitor, and it was like you know the yeah it's I actually might have it on VHS still I think if I do <laughs> I need to get it digitized and put it on my YouTube, but what we have in that movie is uh, one guy was like actually kind of like a trained martial artist, uh -huh. uh, uh, you know like taking karate classes or some shit like right. That. And then another guy was just like a guy, like where the rest of us are just guys. And so he was trying to do like a stunt where he's like fake punching the guy, but accidentally perfectly really punches him. And we had a thing where we were like, what, what we're going to do is like a corny, you punch him and then he spits like a, like a, or like a Rocky movie, right? Yeah. Well, so he had all this spit built up in his mouth. So he punches him and we got like a great shot of a real punch <laughs> knocking the spit out of someone's mouth. And that was like the highlight of the whole thing. He was doing like, we had a bunch of other dumb shit in it. Like we never took it seriously. It was kind of the same thing. This is maybe why I enjoy this movie so much is the teacher was like, I want you to create like a serious project. And we were like, 
well, let's make you think it's serious while <laughs> we don't take it serious at all. And that's like kind of what I get out of this is like, this is like a horror sci-fi that is fucking hilarious. In my opinion, not the opinion of some other people on this <laughs> screen right there now. Were, there were some parts that I definitely laughed at. She was going to name them, but she froze again. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I think she was going to say, and I changed my mind. And yeah, I gave full I, credit I on this movie. Recognize that I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I caught her. I caught her laughing at times. And other, I was like, what? Why? Like, the, nothing funny happened. She's like, oh, it's just the, the tone feels weird. Yeah, I have my wife has this thing where we watch um, and I uh, breeze back. So now I am. She, I'm thank you. You know, we we actually heard all the stuff you just said about how you love the movie <laughs> and you're wrong and you're sad that you portrayed your own opinion of it as negative when you realized the brilliance that I saw in it in high school. <laughs> thank you, Bree. I appreciate you. Yeah, I actually have to say I enjoy it more now, seeing how much you love it because <laughs> I I know that sounds weird, but I I like the fact that you enjoyed it so much because yeah. I like people to be happy. So. Yeah, that's a really fun way of saying like uh that's for you. Like you know, <laughs> my my uh we Kevin was saying that you laughed at it a couple times and I my wife is adamant. I don't I can't remember if I brought this up earlier or not. Uh have you ever watched the Eric Andre show? Have you heard of the Eric Andre show? Yeah. Bri, Bri, this is a great by the way. Like I want I'm going to print screen frame, on this. Yeah. So that uh how do I, I hope. <laughs> Hold on, let me get the the old uh, snipping tool out. Let me print screen on this keyboard. All right, that's good. I'll I'll post that on Bree's wall later. Thanks. Um, <laughs> don't, don't, have, what... don't have a shitty connection. I'm <laughs> honestly like I can still hear you and see you guys, and I'm still oh. moving on my side, so yeah, I have no funny. idea what you just well, checked. Stop moving. <laughs> let me see if I can do this quickly before it gets annoying for the uh, listeners. Oh, this might happen actually the way that I want it to. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, anyway. Uh, yeah. Oh, here go we go. Here Casey. we go. Eric Andre. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, geez. I did to be here. <laughs> Thank you, Casey, oh, for putting yeah. me as your wow. background. Wow, I look crazy. like an angry dragon. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my wife uh, swears that she hates Eric Andre show, the Eric Andre show. And uh, <laughs> so I'm like, she says stuff that I actually kind of agree with. She's like, it gives me anxiety. Have you ever seen it? Have either of you ever seen it? No. Uh-uh. Okay. I fully recommend it. Every episode is 11 minutes long. I've probably never laughed harder at a TV show in my life than that show it's another one like it's so rare that i would laugh alone and i laugh at it alone all the time it's so fucking funny but my wife claims that she hates it she's like i hate that show i hate when you watch it it gives me anxiety to watch that show however my wife laughs harder at that show than she's ever laughed at anything i've said (laughs) any tv show she's ever watched anything i mean i can't even think of a thing that's made her laugh harder than that show so i think it's that point of pride thing you were talking about yeah And I think there's no way I can convince you that bad taste is good, but I'm glad that I at least got a, well, okay, I see why you like it or whatever the, the, <laughs> the half, the halfway there I just got. That was good enough for me. Okay, good. I'm glad that you were satisfied with my it's response. It's your favorite movie and I love, and I'm glad you loved it. And 
<laughs> number one in my book. <laughs> yeah, I could tell. Honestly, I think like you want a Derek cutout to replace your Legolas and Aragorn one. <laughs> <laughs> I should have uh, brought, uh, I actually have still all of my Lord of the Rings stuff that used to paste my wall as a teenager. I think in... you should put it up in your bedroom again. No. <laughs> I've got beautiful, like, adult I, I, art I, I, back there. You don't watch me sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I actually thought the funniest part was that you don't get a say in it, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get a say in a lot. <laughs> That's why he goes on, on, uh, up on stand up because then he's the center of attention. It's my yeah. five minutes, it's my time. <laughs> That's how I feel. Every time I go to the fucking grocery store right now, I'm like, oh, some time away from my family. Oh, man, that is my time. <laughs> Um, so Casey, what would you do to change the cover of this film? Like, would you change the cover? Boy, I mean, I think that the one problem I think is that by showing Lord Crumb uh -huh. in his alien form, I think they give away like a kind of, uh, like an anticipation that mm -hmm. you would have or like a surprise like a reveal that these are this is their alien form or whatever because there, there was even a thing in there where they said that uh like you have to stay human it's important that you stay human because whatever like it, it'll like not throw off the people around right. uh and i think that like if they hadn't done that you wouldn't have necessarily known where it was going agreed so i think what i would have done is changed it to Derek driving the double-decker car with the Beatles sunshade. That's what I would have made with the belt around his head and a chainsaw or something like that. Like, I think that's what I would have made the cover. <laughs> Kevin, what about you? Uh, I would have gone with, like, a artistic 80s drawing of a hamburger, but then, oh. like, very clearly make it, like, there's an eyeball in it or something to just be, like... Interesting. The Even though the fast food angle doesn't really play into that movie at all, uh, I would have just, like, played that part up. Nice. Yeah. I think that there was that one shot when Crumb was still in his human form that he was talking at the top of the stairs. Sure. And I thought that that was a very, like horror movie angle and there was a lot it was very intense and I think it would have been very um I think it would have drawn people in like ooh, what is this what is this horror and uh but yeah I totally agree the fact that they put the alien on the cover uh it actually it actually impacted the way I watched the movie too because right. at one point like at the beginning when you said oh I think they're that they do kind of like a zombie thing um i looked at Kevin and i'm like are we sure that this movie is about aliens because right. <laughs> this is more zombie to me and yeah. i think that the reveal would have been um much better if uh if they would have had that um also well, thought... what kind of got me too is like i thought i based on the cover i thought it was going to be vulgar in some way like i thought the, the oh, aliens were gonna have like an attitude and they don't really i mean like i thought they actually dealt with the thing where the aliens were all like clumsy pretty well which is they were like when he said you have to stay in your human form he's like i know it may be like unattractive and and uncomfortable or whatever and uh i thought they dealt with that like relatively well to explain why 
these like superior beings can't yeah. swing an axe or whatever like to go like yeah you're like basically wearing someone or you know using someone else's body the mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wish. I wish that. Do you think Brie, if you had seen it, like I actually think the the shot you said is is good. It would be funny to me because the movie is so funny. Like it's it's so like slapsticky mm-hmm. at points. Do you think you would have enjoyed like the misdirect more than just like? Because yeah, you don't even see that character until like an hour and twenty minutes right. of the movie. So yeah. do you think you would have enjoyed it more? Because you would have still known this dude's coming, but the like the you'd have thought you were getting a serious movie and then you get this like kind of like sci-fi comedy. Yeah, exactly. I think that the uh the cover itself uh kind of <laughs> uh, this is it's what I like is that you get to like the every time climax. she gets to a good point. <laughs> yeah, you're like making a point that I f- I'm like so interested in and engaged with, and then it stops. I think you have like a kill switch on the side of your desk that you're like, I don't actually have something interesting to say, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lead us there and hit it, and my yeah. internet's gonna go out. It's oh, like I'm, no. I'm it's like I'm at a McDonald's and they have a busted uh, intercom to take my order. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to point out that it's crazy that you have to use a McDonald's analogy for everything. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it's my go-to because um, it's relatable. It's universal, right? Everyone understands my relationship with McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't even know where I left off. So, oh well. I I would not recommend this movie for anybody to watch. Ouch. Ouch. Um. I. I push back on you. I push. I push back. This is me asserting my myself. You got to watch it because it's 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 like getting a chance to watch, you know, Tom Brady throw his first football. Like you're telling me, you wouldn't want to go back and just see that moment where you're like, this is where somebody did did the thing they were supposed to do with their life. No, mm, I think that's stupid. Uh, I think that the reason <laughs> that it's <laughs> you're like, oh no, fuck! I don't want to see Jordan pick up a basketball and suck for ten years. I want to see him just slamming dunks. Yeah, I mean, I think like that's like saying, do you want to go see open mic comedy? But you don't know what a like. No, the answer is no. no. No, you don't. Yeah, I. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Actually, uh, no. What I think it is the reason I think people should watch it is because I think that it's got like it's got more laughs than a lot of movies, and I think there's like I think I mean I was worried, especially when Kevin told me you hated it, that it wasn't gonna meet like it wasn't gonna hold up because it's been 15 years or something since I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, and I maybe saw it twice or once. And I've just always remembered that it was fun. And I was like, oh, no, is this going to be the kind of thing where, like, as an adult, I can't enjoy it? Right. I, I think I enjoyed it more yesterday than the first time I watched it. <laughs> Good. Again, I'm not saying that it's, like, going to win. I, I, I also don't even know if I'm supposed to have a recommendation or not. I yeah, you be, are. Okay, good. I'm, I oh, I'm going to br- cut it out now that you said I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say, like, no, it is not, like, a an Oscar-winning movie. You are not mm-hmm. getting a cinematic masterpiece. It's, like, truly, like, the best uh, 
zero dollar budget like funny it's got it's got high level humor in it at like zero budget yeah and so like yeah i mean i agree if you're if you're going into it hoping it's citizen kane you're going to be disappointed but if you're like (laughs) if you're willing to just accept that it's like kind of campy and corny at points and then it's like and it's but it's so fun at other points and you're not gonna you know watch it 40 times a year or maybe watch it twice in your life yeah i think all your listeners should listen to it and i want them to tweet at you with their (laughs) review of it it's only 90 (laughs) minutes of your life it's free on amazon prime uh give it give it 15 minutes give it 15 minutes and if you don't feel like you could enjoy the next 75 minutes then i don't know shit on my face or something i don't know what the, <laughs> or shit on Kevin's face for that stupid point he made oh, I'm Tom sorry. brady I'm picking just... up a football for the first come on yeah you don't want to see like a, uh, i just i i can't believe you don't like i don't want to see how the sausage got it. made Dude, i think the only reason person grew up to be good like the only reason you think that that would be compelling at all is because you're bad at throwing footballs. Yeah. Like, I just want to know where did I go wrong? <laughs> no, you're telling me you wouldn't like you wouldn't time machine after you kill a baby Hitler. You wouldn't be like, hey, maybe I'm gonna drop in and see Chappelle's first open mic. Um, no, I would go like eight years in when he's still doing clubs, and see him when he's good. Like, I would maybe want to see Tom Brady at, like, Michigan in college, like, and be aware that he's going to be Tom Brady and see what people missed. But, like, when he's, like, seven years old and sucks. Well, no, I that's... don't want to make it like I want to go watch a seven-year-old. I'm just kind of trying to make it outside a window, hope, like, oh, God, is he going to go for that football? Just that, like, I'm not Doc Brown in the woods trying to make sure Marty McFly gets born. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm not even trying to make it that. I think it's still the dumbest thing. It's, it's. <laughs> I guarantee you that Louis C.K. or a fucking non-controversial person that for some reason my mind keeps going to him. But like if, if Chappelle, I guarantee you Chappelle's first open mic sucked. And maybe it was better than most people's first open mic. But I, I'd bet money that it was still like watching his progression would be worse than watching your progression from the inside. It would be like Brie watching your progression. <laughs> I've watched half of it, so. <laughs> yes, I know, and it stinks. The Not that your progression is bad or you're bad, but watching it sucks. It's not a compelling story. Put it in a montage. That's why they do montages, because nobody wants to watch the fucking every time you, you tell your shitty joke and then come off and, like, rewrite even worse tags for it because you suck at comedy. <laughs> That is not compelling. Yeah. Put it in a 40 second montage where you're like stacking up notebooks and fucking then let's see you eight years in and not like not with a fucking napkin and a N word on your fucking joke that you haven't realized you shouldn't say with your stature and appearance yet. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Yeah, I do. I actually now I really want an open mic comedian montage. Uh, but i just wanted to end with like a chris reese joke i just wanted to <laughs> by the <laughs> way not a comedy deep cut but it's just like just keeps going and then you get to just still a very shitty joke <laughs> oh yeah i do i would i actually think it would be very funny if they made a montage and it just comes out and it's like an 11 year open micer that still can't figure out what's funny that would be funny <laughs> there was a 
There was a dude, the first open mic I went to, that was like, he's like, yeah, I've been doing comedy for, you know, 15 years. And he's still, like, the worst guy of the open mic. And it's like, the oh. the, the lack of self-awareness is way more compelling to me than seeing you six months in at a fucking coffee shop in Maple Valley or whatever. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I, I'd still, I'd rather see the bad guy 11 years in like preparing for his set than you as whatever level of comedian you will ever become, uh, which is better than that guy already. That's the only compliment I'm giving you. You're better than the (laughs) lunatic that refused to talk into the microphone at my first open mic. Uh, I'm so glad we have that recorded, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Put oh, that on your on your EP. This is E-P-K. a promo, really. It's my one credit I'm putting up. <laughs> Better than a psychopath, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> did you did you recommend it, or did you just compare it oh, to the most boring it. moment of Tom Brady's life? I, I recommended it because I was like, I do, I do like it. Does it doesn't hold up particularly well as like a narrative masterpiece? It doesn't even really like the special effects. You've seen them. But there's something up. There's a charm to it, um, and I'm always like, I am such a sucker for a movie where you can tell, like everyone had fun on it yeah. throughout the movie. I don't know why, because I'm like, that's a terrible metric. I mean, I'm sure they were miserable on the Avengers, and I'll fucking watch that all day. Sure, but like, if you give me a movie that I can clearly tell the guy had zero dollars and he just loved it, I'll watch it all the time. Yeah, if I think if this movie, if everyone hated it and no one was having fun, it would have been a like an unwatchable disaster. And as it is, it's like a watchable disaster. I don't. I'm not saying it's not a disaster by any means. Yeah. I wish that I could have been more clear about that, but I was worried I was giving too much away on the first no. part. And I wouldn't have stopped anyone from watching it. I still yeah. am happy that I forced Bree to watch that movie. Yeah, it's it's not like the room where you're like you're just watching a train wreck and you're laughing. Like you're not laughing at a person when you watch this. You're just watch like you're laughing at the movie because it's got some it's got some funny stuff in it. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I think it gets two watches and a and a, a ketchup fart sound effect from Bree. <laughs> yeah. One one more time. Can we? What did that sound, no, sound like? No. Now please? I'm embarrassed. I'm not doing that. I'm not gonna yeah, do it. On, no, I want right. the fully art through Zoom. That's what I think we. <laughs> yeah. I want it to see if we can get it to freeze at just the right moment, so it just stays there forever. <laughs> <laughs> and it just stays like the brown note. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we're gonna end with uh, Casey telling us where we can find him but brie where can people find us if they like uh more of our buy its cover stuff you can find us on twitter and instagram at buy its cover pod and on facebook at buy its cover podcast Kevin, where can we find you you can find me at Kevin underscore egg on every social media site even fet life no no uh-uh <laughs> what's fet life I, no <laughs> well i'm what? now becoming a yeah, member google that and uh find at cabin underscore egg do, do it in incognito mode oh do you want you me to do this in my life. radio announcer voice you can find me on at fet life uh, you can find gavin eggleston on fet life putting fets up his ass whatever that is uh, uh is that what you think it is i have no idea what it is i truly don't i've been i've been with my wife for 10 years our sexual adventure left in the like mid 2010 so <laughs> whatever this is whatever this thing you're doing is is uh <laughs> i i remember i ended me. a show with it once with like you can find me on fat life at this if you're freaky 
crowd loved that joke. They're like, they're great. I did it again, same room, like three months later. And I just heard one lady in the back just go, no, no. <laughs> All right, I'm terrified to find out if I'm on a watch list or not. <laughs> um, Casey, where can we find you on social media? What do you uh, have to plug for us? I am at, at the Casey McLean on all platforms, including TikTok. I've been really working TikTok hard. Nice. Uh, uh, I am. I have a YouTube channel. Uh, just search for Casey McLean, and I have a podcast called Nobody Likes Casey McLean, <laughs> and also a, a podcast that's tentatively called Breaking Balls, uh, produced by one Kevin Eggleston for now until yeah. he hates us. <laughs> All right. Well, Casey, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, Kevin, anything else you want to say? Watch bad taste. <laughs> Preferably on a like after eating a full meal or while eating. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was great when you said that it would get two watches, and I th- I think I saw Brigo. Not with me fucking here. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs>